Welcome back to the episode of uh, Cool Story Bro. All right. Today I'm with a very good friend of mine from all the way from Kota Kinabalu. Kota Kinabalu, man. Sabah. Yeah, man. Clinton Liu. What's up, man? MK Thanks for MK. having me. No, man. all good, man. It's a pleasure, man. It's been so long since we last spoke as well. Yeah. And you've been making a lot of like music, doing a lot of crazy shit now. Huh? Like yeah, I see, like you're shit. really hustling, working with a lot of people. Yeah, man. You gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Yeah, man. So now you're known as uh, what? Me- M- mechanic. MKNK, which is also. Me- mechanic. If you can see it. <laughs> this is all mechanic? Mechanic. Yeah. Mechanic. Why yeah. MKNK? Okay, so the story behind MKNK is that it's supposed to be mechanic at first. Yeah. But I was Googling mechanic and uh, mechanic, M E K N I K, is already taken by oh. a metal band in Europe. So I was like, ah, shit. I don't think I can take this. <laughs> so I was like, MKNK sounds better. But yeah. what, what, why do you want to have, like, associate yourself with the word mechanic? Mechanic. Yeah. Okay. So I've been asked this a lot of times actually. So the reason behind it is because I, I wrote this song before called yep. The Mechanic. Yep. And the song is basically about um, helping other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like mechanics, uh, no disrespect to any mechanics, yep. but most mechanics like, you know, they are usually the ones driving the cars that are not so nice, right? Yep. But they help people fix their nice cars. So yep. it's a metaphor for like how we always can help other people fix their problems, but yep. we have trouble fixing our own. Oh, shit. That's deep, man. Yeah. So that's the story behind it. Yeah. But anyway, those who don't know who Clinton Liu is, he's basically a producer, yeah, a musician, a beat uh, maker. I mean, I don't know. I guess he's producer as well. La. So yeah. he, he does a lot of things related to music. Also, he does like um, music for commercials. Yeah, yeah, music for commercials. And also do some curated events. Mm. Uh, I started this uh, networking event. Yep. So yeah, it's basically to gather creatives together. And yeah. I just saw that, but that one was in... More in KK or like yeah, we did one in KK and yeah. one in KL. All right, yeah. So that was uh, that was quite cool, man. To bring people together because we just like wanted to talk about how we can grow the industry together yeah. and also connect people together. Yeah. So quite a few people got collaborations from that event. So I'm pretty happy from it. When is the next one? Uh, next one is coming soon. Actually, um, we're planning one in March, but we don't have a fixed date yet. Yeah. Everything is still in talks, but yeah. If you follow my Instagram, you'll find out. I, I follow you on Instagram, <laughs> la, but yeah. Instagram algorithm is weird. Like, yeah, it doesn't really show much nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've seen some of your stuff in your stories, uh, what you did in KK. Mm. Like you get like all the, not just like musicians, mm-hmm. you get like photographers, yeah. videographers, like mm. people from the creative background yeah. all come together, which is pretty cool, man. And I think, at least personally, I think like in, in Malaysia, at least when it comes to music, or mm. any sort of creative work, it's really tough if you like on your own. Uh. There's no yeah. way you can make it on your own. It's especially tough. in music, man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like you imagine like you know people and I know people yeah. and like, you know, everyone else in this room knows people, right? Yeah. So imagine if we gather everyone together and we connect all these like connections. Yep. Yeah, we'll get like a pretty big uh what data database of everyone. So you moved to from from KK to here for studies initially, yes. right? Yeah. You studied at um, ICOM. ICOM, which yeah. is at the music college. Music college, yeah. So after right. that, you had a band. Yes. Right? After so that it's called GTX. GTX Experiment. Yep. Yeah. So how, how, So now that you guys are like, from, from where the last time you spoke, at least now I know that you guys rebranded. Yeah, we rebranded into yeah. Vital Signals. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we just wanted to have a fresh start. Um, we decided that we weren't going to continue with the label. Mm. Uh, we had uh, created differences, so yeah. we both decided to go our own separate ways. And that was actually around the same time I started MKNK as well. So yeah. MKNK and Vital Signals, they're two separate entities, but also the people working around it is also like around the same people. Mm. Yeah. Well, that is good, man. Yeah. But I mean, it's great to see you know how much you've evolved as a musician. Thanks, man. Because I yeah. think back 
we go way back la. We yeah, go way, way back, back. Like, in, We were like this primary, primary school, primary school. Yeah. We The same high school Same high yeah. school So like even when he was in What In the high school You're like You know you have a YouTube channel Yeah You play covers And yeah. shit like that That, that so, was a long time yeah, ago Yeah man And that was very diff- If you ask me to compare you Back like you know, 10 years ago And until yeah. today the, the music the Even like musically itself Like you've evolved very differently yeah definitely you know, like even the way you sing the way you play everything's just really different from you know when we first yeah yeah we first first think about it right yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long journey bro. it's been a long journey man yeah, it's been man. long man and you play music too right but so not, like yeah you yeah, but, but not yeah, not not like you lah you know I'm just like in the bedroom yeah, in, the, yeah. in the shower bro it's the same thing man <laughs> no, it's That's good man thing. it's good to see you know how far you've got actually you know I'm really proud that at least someone from Sabah is coming out to Thanks, you know do great things because I think there's not a lot of Sabah musicians that are I know a lot of Sabahan people, like especially influencers or people who are like, you know, wants to be like famous or whatever. Mm. They, most of them come here. Yeah. Surprisingly, I think that's one example would be, I can't remember these chick's names, but uh, this, one, this one girl, mm-hmm. she's friends with Celeste one. She's from Sabah, right? Oh. Uh, what, what does she do? I don't know, she's a model, I guess. Uh, Natalie? Uh, Natalie Prabha? Is she, is yeah. she from Sabah? Yeah, she's uh, from Sabah, man. Yeah. So I, I guess in Sabah, it's kind of tough. La, yeah. Especially, I think... But she's making it quite big. Oh, she's now. huge, man. Yeah. I heard she's like she's like full time model for like. Yeah, I walk around the mall yeah, and I'm man. like, yo, that's Natalie. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know she was in Sabah until I forgot who told me. Someone told me that I'm like, oh shit, ah. I did not know that. I thought she was literally from here. Yeah, small and world. Then, man. But it's good to see. Like, I mean, obviously, I think do you agree or not? Like in Sabah, it's kind of tough to you know really want to get yourself out there. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the connections there are a little bit tougher, mm-hmm. and also it's just a smaller community there. That's why it's harder to branch out and yeah. do bigger things. But I think pace-wise, it's also quite quite slow. Yeah, it's damn yeah. slow, bro. It's a lot slower. Like if you work here for like so I worked here for like maybe what ten years now. Yeah. When I go back for like a week Slower. I'll be like shit man like you guys gotta like pick things up man I can't be sitting here like yeah you go to the government office and you're everything like yo is what the hell everyone is going is slow, on man. Man. I'm, not, I'm not calling anyone out I'm calling yeah. my friends out even yeah. these guys when I go back so when I started this business yeah. so I'll go back and like you know just share what I'm doing with them so if I can help I'll help them out Yeah. when I went back I set up a lot of meetings with a lot of people mm. but my gosh Ray, they're like slow as fuck dude <laughs> like cannot take it man I was back for three days knee. I set so yeah. many meetings up I end up everybody just procrastinate yeah. you know let's go for drinks instead of like actually talking about work so yeah. like, shit so I end up spending all my time there yeah. with nothing and you know what's the worst part about KK like they say 15 minutes right they don't really have like the idea of like 15 minutes it's like 15 minutes is 30 minutes yep. you know 10 minutes is like it's 20. a damn slow town man yeah. I mean I yeah. love the place yeah. don't get me wrong but it's just like I mean it's not only just Sabah. Like, I think yeah. it's the same with like, you go to JB, it's the same. You go yeah. to like Turangano, it's the same. Mm. Basically, I guess they're not like city-city, but I guess in a it's few... It's a smaller city. Yeah, la. but in the next 10 years, Sabah will be different. La. Even now, yeah. it's like every time I go back, there's more and more shit building, man. I think like the past uh, few trips I've went back, every time I go back, I go to a new bar. It's like everything is popping up. So many new things. Yeah, so man. it's pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, I saw man. pictures as well and some of the bars are actually damn nice, man. Yeah, man. But I don't, and I ask people, oh, where is it? Where is this? Is it in KL? It's like, no, it's in KK. I was like, oh, wow. Mm. We actually have shit like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But it's cool. Like, it's cool to see. At the same time, I'm kind of happy Sabah is growing, but at the same time, I'm kind of sad that it's not the same as when we were younger. Yeah. When everything is like super chill, we would drive to the city, we would take like, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. Now it's like we have to sit in traffic, man. There yeah. actually is traffic, dude. So it's crazy and more flyovers now. Remember oh, yeah, when man. there was only one flyover in KK and Bro, everyone was like, yo, yo, let's <laughs> drive over this flyover. Yeah. But it's crazy. Even the one outside our house now, yeah, outside it's house, been there, yeah. it's mad, bro. It's like, yeah, bro. it's been there for damn long. It's not even done. Yeah. And it's the roads are so different. On. I actually needed to use ways when I went back. Yeah, apparently a lot of accidents happen there, you know. All the time. I'm not yeah. surprised. Like, it's quite mad. It's a very weird looking yeah. flyover. It's like suddenly... 
then you the road closes and yeah. you have to like drive left. We used to have right. a T junction, right? Yeah. Then now they close the T junction. They got fly away. Yeah, to like man. go under the bridge to go to go to Damai. It's that weird. Shit. Yeah, it's weird. Shit. Quite messed up, uh. Yeah. Yeah. But so, how often do you, you know, go back and forth from here? And um. So I used to go back like maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. But now I try to go back uh, more often. You know, my girlfriend's back from Canada. She's there. <laughs> And so I visit her, I visit my family. And also one thing I realized was that um, when I was here in KL, I've been in KL for a decade actually, since yeah. 2010. Yeah. So I realized that I was slowly losing connections from KK. Yeah. And uh, when I did my album launch last year mm-hmm. in August, I realized like when I was inviting people in KL, I was like, how come I know more people in KL than KK? This is messed up, man. Like yeah. KK is my hometown. Why, why don't I know like enough people there? So that it made me realize like, oh shit, I really need to go back and, you know, um, do something about it. And that's why I started that networking event in yep. KK as well. And then now I'm just trying to meet more people and talk to more people. And um, true enough, like things started to pick up. I mean, KK is a small place yep. and I'm starting to get a lot of this, get to know a lot of these people. And it's cool to see how like the people who are doing the most things mm-hmm. are the people who really want to help each other out. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, Usually people say like, oh yeah, you know, I have a lot of haters and all these kind of things that, you know, no offense to anyone, but those people usually, they, they don't do that much. That's why they always like try to drag you down. They want yep. to bring you down to yep. their level. But yep. if you are really working with someone who's doing a lot of things, they will constantly try to push you or help you in any way. Yep. So I'm glad to say that I'm meeting a lot of those kind of people now. And yeah, they're really giving me a lot of different opportunities. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Actually, I do agree with that. Like people who... I mean, haters are haters, lah, right? Haters. They hate because they can't be. I mean, they can't do what you do. Yeah. But I don't think that any. I mean, if anyone actually puts effort to whatever they do, I'm pretty sure they can achieve anything they want. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So, in terms of your music, so what is like in your pipeline this year? Like, are you you actually did you release an album? You I released yeah, one, one last year. Last year, yeah. Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. This year, I'm going to try something which is pretty crazy. Uh, I didn't. Like the other day when I was sitting in the grab in KK, I was telling myself, damn, damn like, what was I thinking? Because I, I just said that I was going to release a single every month, yeah. right? And I didn't think about the amount of promotions that I need to do yeah. and like music videos. And that's just one thing, like the planning, but the budgeting. Yeah, man. So now, because everything is self-funded, right? So yeah. I'm like, whatever I'm earning, I'm putting it back into my career and mm. it's taking a lot of money like music video sets like each is like you know even when it's budgeted it's like a few thousand ringgit so it's like money in money out money in yeah, money man. out so it's pretty pretty crazy a lot of planning but basically that's what I'm doing uh, a song every month and a music video with every single hopefully the new song every month yep. so yeah that's quite exciting um, the first song is called 2020 and it was released with a lyric video actually done yep. by one of my um, this talented dude from Indonesia Harris so shout out to him and yeah it's doing pretty well on Spotify right now it has about 8,000 plays so far Damn. and Damn. yeah it got featured in a Spotify curated playlist so oh that's nice. pretty cool yeah. yeah and the next song is gonna be called Mi Goreng so that's pretty cool uh, it's gonna be released on my birthday on the 27th so look out for that and we just this of this month yeah we nice. literally finished shooting like the music video yesterday we did like uh, three or four days of shoot and pretty tiring but it turns out it turned out pretty funny, so we're looking forward to that. That's why you had the mamak lah. Yeah, that's why we I had see, the mamak. Yeah, but it's pretty. Like, it's about three days, right? Your shoot. Yeah, mean? three days shoot. So it was all for that one, that same song. The same song. Shit, man. Yeah, because 
we because of budget constraints and mm. everything we had to meet with everyone's timing and you know in Mamak we cannot shoot too early because it's busy yeah. so we can only shoot it later at night so yeah but was, you guys had to like make a deal with the Mamak or like yeah apparently like uh, this is pretty funny because um, I was talking to the director and I think we were talking about how did he manage to get it so he was like saying oh yeah I grew up in this mama basically like I've been here for the past 10 years mm. and then he said he told one of the uh, waiters there that we are going to shoot there and he was supposed to tell the boss <laughs> but when we arrived with the equipment the boss was like what's going on and then the waiter was like yeah I told you the other day right that we were going <laughs> to shoot so he's like well I, get, I guess we're shooting <laughs> I was like okay with so, it lah. yeah okay with it that's pretty nice. chill yeah and they let us use like the counter and everything mm. and I think like I'm not sure if you know Colin 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 Chin the guy with the tattoos oh ah, yeah, yeah 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 so he is the main talent so yeah they allowed him to fry in the yeah, kitchen yeah. with the wok and everything so that that's was pretty dope, cool man. yeah but okay so I think it's rap today right mm. there's there's like comedy rap Mm-hmm. And then there's like rap, 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 rap. So are you like comedy rap or are you rap, rap? I like to, I, I, for me, I don't really want like to put myself into a category. Yeah. It's like I don't even think of myself as a rapper. Yeah. I just like, I just love hip hop. Like growing up, listening to Eminem. Yeah. So, uh, I I think I'm a little bit of both. Like I do serious rap, but I also like to do like funny rap. Right. Because funny rap is like there's no limit to what you can or cannot rap. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like it's. It's actually quite fun, lah. The, fun, yeah. the funny stuff, like people like Lil Dicky or like, yeah, you know, like there's so many Lil of these people Dickie. now. Even Big Shack, Big Shack. Oh, these, these guys are like crazy, man. I mean, yeah. Lonely Island. You as know? much as people say that, oh, okay, lyrically it's not great, but it is quality. Like it, yeah. I feel like it's good, lah. It's good. It's funny. I mean, it's if, catchy. If it makes you laugh, it's probably thought out. Yeah, man. Yeah, even if it's like it sounds stupid, but it made you laugh, so it. You know, those that shit is actually not that easy to write. It's not easy. Yeah. It's, I, if anything, I feel like it's even harder. Yeah, gotta, it's even harder. Yeah, you gotta commit to the whole thing, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's not yeah, easy at all. You gotta think about like, okay, are people gonna like actually respond to yeah, this? But under, do people actually fuck with it? Yeah, do people actually relate to it? it? Yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, man. But so you do both. Like, I mean, for I guess for you, you're like, are you more of a producer or like, do you prefer to be, you know, the one that's actually, you're producing for yourself or you produce for people? Because I see like, Mm. At least last year, mm. we collaborated with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. quite a few people. Um, I would say both. Mm. Like, I, l- I love working with people. Yeah. And it's, um, I think one of the most underrated, thing, uh, underrated things about being a producer is that when you work with someone, you actually get a connection with them. So, yep. you know, when you tell them how to sing, you, you kind of see into their soul and who they are and you understand how they are as a person. I, yeah. I don't know how to. No, I, I get it, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, but that there's that. But for me, I also like to share what I already have. So mm. like the music that I write when when I sing or when I rap. Yeah. So I would say I would like both. Yeah. But like for you today, um, as a musician, have you like what is your goal in terms of like you know mid twenty twenty? Like what are you planning to do this year? Are you like besides just releasing one song every month? Mm. Is there anything else that you know like you're doing more shows? Are you doing like yeah? We're definitely playing more shows. Um, I'm planning to do like more festivals. That's what we're aiming for. Um, and also besides that, I think the most important thing is just trying to build the name, build mm. a brand mm. like MKNK. So now I'm trying to put it everywhere. Uh, doing a few more of my own events, uh, doing a few shows in KK and maybe some here as well. Um, one uh, one thing we realized that it's it's pretty tough to get shows now. Whenever you are a new artist, yeah. I mean I have been around for like a decade here, 
but because I've rebranded, it's like I'm starting yeah, new starting again. New again yeah. And because like in my previous brand, I was known as the keyboardist. Yeah. So now I'm coming out to become an artist, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty tricky to um, do all that. But we are... One thing I realized is that once I start to do my own events, that's when the word gets spread out mm. more. Yeah, so I mean, that's good though. It's a good way of promoting yourself as yeah. well. And I think it's, it's actually quite tough like, to like, get yourself out there, especially in terms of music. Yeah. In, I think in Malaysia it's one of the toughest places to really break yeah. through as an artist especially in the English industry yes. the English scene yeah. in the Malay and the Chinese scene it's pretty slightly easier slightly, slightly easier yeah, slightly easier but English yeah it's pretty yeah, tough man. but it's slowly picking up I mean there's so many amazing acts now a amazing lot. A lot. musicians a lot. Yeah, just, I think we are entering the golden era of music again in Malaysia I mean honestly. I do hope to see you know because now I think we can still count with like one hand how many people actually made it out of Malaysia mm-hmm. and yeah. which is like I think three, two or three there's not a lot Yeah, there's not a lot of people Yeah, but it'd be nice to see you know people get picked up from you know like to do shows in the States or like to get signed by a big label yeah. because even like even here I think the reasons why a lot of artists don't don't survive is because the labels that sign them mm-hmm. they don't pay them much yeah they, there's not actually no money involved yeah. they just fund whatever you want to do but it's not even to say like they fund a lot or so right like Mm, yeah, mostly like music videos and everything. But that's, I think that's the biggest problem about labels and uh, that a lot of people are starting to realize is that um, in labels, people think like, oh, we're going to get a record deal and we're going to get like a uh, million, million ringgit yeah, up front, but it's not that way. Yeah. They, they invest in whatever your marketing plan is and sometimes you have to come up for, with the marketing plan yourself yeah. because they might not have the team, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, and once they invest the money, they put the money in, they expect to get that same return, amount yeah. in return. So imagine if they put 20000 into your music video, how are you going to earn that back? Let's say you do shows, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're just starting out, most of the time you're doing free shows. Either that or you have to take like corporate events where you might not even play your own songs. That's right. You know? So it's very fucking like contradicting. Yeah. So I think that's one of the problems. But if both sides understand what they're in for, then I think it worked really well. But I think like you said, you know, when people think about getting getting quiet by label, mm-hmm. everybody just straight away jump the seat. It's like, you know what? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Because Let's in your it. mind, it's like, oh shit, I'm, I already made it. But actually, that's the yeah. real test, man. That's where that's you actually really, really got to like, mm-hmm. you know, that's where you, I mean, because it's not that easy. Like, you know, just get signed by label and ultimately makes you rich. Yeah. There's or no, make you famous. Yeah, or man, you still got to hustle yeah. even harder, man. You got to like yeah. produce more shit. You got to like mm-hmm. do more shows. Like yeah. you said, like just to cover all the costs that you need to, yeah. s- that they will be spending on you. And then also like, you might not even get that creative freedom anymore. Like uh, you have to go through so many people and yeah. then they will be like, I don't like this. I don't like that. Yeah. But the problem with that is that just because one person doesn't like it doesn't mean like another 10, 20,000 people doesn't like yeah. it. You know? So that's, how do you justify that? So it's, it is really a flawed process. It's very tricky. Very tricky. Though, yeah. Unless every like uh, like I said before, if everyone is in the same mindset, then I think it will work really well. But it's tough, man. Yeah. I, mm. Which is um. So I spoke to like a couple of producers mm-hmm. who's been around for quite a while. So a lot of people like like a lot of people ask this question like so if let's say I'm into you know psychedelic music right, and that that shit doesn't sell here. Yeah. But I really like doing that. Yeah. But let's say but th- what he told me is like okay so basically. You like doing what you do, mm-hmm. but usually whatever you like usually don't sell. Mm, yeah. So sometimes, yeah. so basically, he's telling like, okay, so you gotta sell out, mm. do stuff people wanna hear, yeah, and then just put like one or two songs is which is stuff you wanna hear. Yeah. Do you agree with that process? Does it? Because I feel like you say, you know, I feel like it's contradicting mm. the musician that I am. Yeah. Right. If I do that, I feel like there's not really me wanting to do music anymore. So I'm just like trying to do music to survive. Mm-hmm. It's no longer fun anymore. So I, yeah. For you, would you? 
do stuff like that or would you just like you know fuck it I'm just gonna do what I wanna do I think you um, for me like when I was uh, signed to the label yeah. in the beginning that was the mindset actually because sometimes you gotta give or take and it depends on what you want as an artist mm. so for us we wanted you know we wanted to be famous and all that kind of shit right we wanted to play big shows and we actually got to play a few big shows because of that I feel um you know, we we did like some pop songs and everything. Some of it wasn't really what represented us, but it's just what we thought sells at that time. Mm. But um, going back to that, I think probably the right thing to do is, yeah, you can sell out and everyone sells out, right? And, uh, everyone who kind of makes it sells out at some point doing something that they didn't want to do, right? Yeah. But it's all about what you can compromise, like, what are you willing to give up? Yep. What are you willing to do? So for me right now, when I release my album, I talked to a few uh, A&R people and everything and a few few of them told me that your album very rojak lah. Like a lot of things <laughs> and I, tr- I was trying to explain it to them. I was saying uh, it's pop and it's like a little bit of hip-hop, a bit of rock and everything because for me, every time I listen to an album, I realize that a lot of the songs are the same, right? Like from track one to track 10, it's like the, the feel of the song is the same. So yep. for me, I was like, I want to tell the story, but it doesn't really work right now. Like people who are doing that are usually bigger artists like Beyonce or like Kanye. Like yeah. they, they are guaranteed, they have guaranteed listeners, so they mm-hmm. don't need to worry about that. Yep. But yeah, I guess to really break into the listeners' uh, playlist or whatever you want to call it, you have to really perhaps create something that they like, but also represents who you are as an artist. Yeah, that's that. Mm. Even for you, I mean, I think like marketing yourself is very important. Yeah. Because I've seen like the stuff that you do, mm-hmm. which is like you take like random ass uh, plastic bags and yeah. shit like to make to make sounds with those and make a beat out of it. Right? Yeah. So I think th- those kind of stuff actually really works really well, man. Mm. Yeah, it, like, it gained a bit of traction, so yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Because people, I mean, it's nice to see because you don't get to see a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. At least like what people do with music nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, because even I, there's a lot of things I didn't know about making music mm-hmm. so I did a bit of research like probably like last one or two mm-hmm. and I realised a lot of producers or musicians like you know Ty the Creator or mm-hmm. like Joji yeah. so like the drum kits they'll use like you know water drops the water droplets on metal and shit yeah. like. so there's I didn't know that it's even like possible to yeah. you know to, to like make a drum kit out of things like that yeah it's, it's quite crazy. mad man. it's crazy it's crazy dude. There's this uh show on YouTube that you should check out. It's called like Beat in a Box or something like mm-hmm. that. So they give you like a box of uh, like tools yeah. that you have to use to make a beat. Oh shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like someone used a balloon and then he popped it up and then he poop, poop, poop and he made a it's kick a drum. Kick, uh. Yeah. Damn, and he's man. like a Grammy winning uh, producer, you know, hip hop producer yeah. and crazy, crazy shit. Oh, shit, man. That's, that's dope, man. But I think I think last last year, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you agree with me or not. La. So at least last year or the last two years, mm-hmm. I feel like hip-hop is also is growing crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also like, I don't know, man, lo-fi hip-hop has been like picking up like mad as well, man. Yeah. Like, that shit is dope. I think it's getting there, man. Like, it is, it's like your, your theme song. I, mean, so, yeah, yeah, I fucking love lo-fi because it's so easy to make lo-fi yeah. music. I mean, okay, maybe not like great ones, you know, yeah. but it's easy to start. La. Yeah, it's easy. You know, it gets start. you and you don't have to make it very long, you know, like yeah. a minute or two and it's easy to make. It's fun. Yeah. So I just kind of explored that and I fucking loved it. Like, it's, yeah. it's damn fun, man. It's and you know, one, one of the things about those kind of music is that you can listen to it over and yes, over exactly. again. 
it's very chill. It's so very chill. Yeah. It's so chill and it's just like really, it's easy to listen to. La. It puts you into a mood. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, so like, because nowadays, like, everyone is listening to lo fi music. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. It's crazy, dude. Like, so for you now, like, what are you, what is your direction now? Are you just going to stick to, because I know you can sing, I know you can rap, I know you because you're like, basically, you can play a lot of instruments. Right? You're, you're like, a few, yeah. Keyboardist, you play mm-hmm. guitar. Mm-hmm. So are you going to stick to just doing rap or are you still going to venture out into doing, like, you know? Um, like for you guess, uh, as yourself la. I guess it really depends uh, I like to constantly push myself to grow mm. um, and for me I will as for now it's mostly like singing and rapping and making songs but I do see myself doing something that's like beyond music beyond mm. just like making tracks because I want to be able to make an impact to yep. people you know in any way I can and just share whatever knowledge that I've learned along the way because I, I feel like um, I may not have had the h- toughest journey but I had a pretty tough journey. Yeah. So yeah. Now, I've seen you I've seen you guys when you guys started GTX. Yeah. It's, it's very Even far from where you've gone. From high school, man. Yeah, man. Like, you know, that shit. Yeah. yeah we came a long way here. Even Definitely. for you, bro. You came a long way, man. <laughs> I, 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 never really, I never really thought I'd see myself here in this building today. Yeah, well, bro. Honestly, but it's quite a surprise. It's, it's been quite a random ass yeah, you man. know how I got here is damn random as well. Damn like, random. Yeah, super random, man. Yeah, out of nowhere, I remember you telling me, oh yeah, I'm starting my own production house. Yeah, man, no, because yeah, we we, we were working, I was working with Fisherman. Yeah. And then we, we had a, sh- a recording. Yeah, we had a job yeah, together. So, 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 so I met you, I was like, oh shit. So then we went to, because they usually do their audio recording at um, GTX. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Records. Grand Theft Records, yeah. So then when we when I went there, I, was like, I saw you, I was like, hey, this place is so familiar. Eh. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. I was like, oh, you saw my face yeah, on the wall. I'm not sure you saw it. So I saw you, I was like, hey, oh, so Clinton is here working, you guys. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, small, like, small world, man. man. Even after that, so we, we I think our first job together was uh, the that co- coconut water. The coconut water yeah, job. Man, yeah, yeah man. bro. That shit is crazy, dude. Yeah, that, I remember sending you some references. <laughs> oh, man, that was a fucking <laughs> funny job, man. Like, I yeah. know, I was, I was so close to doing it myself. You know? Yeah, right. Like, she asked me to yeah. do it myself, but I was like, oh, fuck it, it's too much, not enough time. Uh. So yeah, then, yeah. And then I found out it was you, because they put this in a group. Mm. And then I saw your name in the group. Yeah. So I'm like, Clinton, I was like, you? Yeah, I was like, Yim? I don't know I any like, other Yim. Yeah, I saw Clinton. I was like, oh, shit, it's about you. I was like, oh, shit, it's small world, man. Even after that, I met um, you know Christabel Lau. Oh, yeah. Even in, yeah, I we also end up um, working on the same job as well. Oh, yeah. For like, what's she doing now? She's yeah. doing like PR, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. I think I think she's doing PR. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, so we met at the client's place, and then we end up we found out that you know we are both gonna work side by side. I was like, oh shit, so it's quite random, lah. It's like, really crazy if you think yeah, about man. it. It's like we're from the same high school, exactly. and then now we're in another city. And they end up in the same industry, man. Yeah, same fucking industry. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy, dude. It's damn small, like, the world. It's yeah. damn scary, man. When I met you guys, I was like, wow, shit. This I never thought I'll see people from KK. Here, yeah, because it's not like, most of the people that I grew up with. They're all still there. None of them yeah. is here. Yeah, and they are either doing something else, like that is not in like yeah. advertising or. Bro, like, I, I go yeah. back and I explain to them what I do. They just think I sell sneakers. <laughs> so, bro, it's okay, man. Like my, I, a lot of my family members are convinced that I don't even do work. You really? know, when because you know how my schedule is, yeah. I can just work. It's flexible. Anywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. flexible. You know, so they're like, "Why aren't you in office? Why aren't you, you know, doing this?" And they are. Uh, I think a lot of them still think I get money from my parents and everything. I'm like, no, man. But it's None it's very shit. weird because the like at least our parents' generation they don't get it. Man. Like yeah. even when I was working for a startup, so mm. we are allowed to work from home and shit. Like, right? When I work from home, uh, they'll be like, "Oh, you mm. ponteng, uh? you don't go to work." <laughs> I was like, "Well, my off my boss let me work from home." Uh. Yeah. Then they're like, "Oh, you should go to the office, lah." I was like, "It's far, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, for home chill, lah. Just like you know, it's simple work, like. It's not like I have to yeah. go out and meet people or anything. They don't get it, man. Even yeah. today, so like, they will ask me or. Oh, when I t- try to tell them what I do, they'll be like, oh, can you 
they keep thinking I sell shoes. Uh. I explain to them what I do really, <laughs> but they still keep thinking I sell shoes. So I'm like, every time I go back to see my family or like relatives, uh, they'll be like, oh, do you know where to get this pair of shoes? Uh? Or like, oh, can you help me get this pair of shoes? I was like, but that's not my job though. <laughs> like I help these brands, I market for these brands, I don't yeah. sell shoes, man. They're like, oh, is oh, it? But man. they don't get it. Lah, until now. But I gave up, I gave up explaining to anyone yeah, anymore. No point. Lah. Yeah, so you I'm just, just like, just yeah. do you, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, they will see it. And then the day I, eat, I get bread to eat, yeah. it's good enough for me. Lah. That's true, man. Yeah, man. So, but your parents, do they support yeah. what you do? Um, so, yeah, I told this story a few times uh, yeah. about my mom when I first told her that I was gonna do music. Yeah. She was she laughed at my face. <laughs> she was like, "You music?" Because my mom was a piano teacher, right? So uh, she told me, "You don't even practice. How are you gonna do music?" Right. You know. But after that, I think they saw like how committed I was into doing it, and I really spent a lot of time practicing and like writing music and everything. And I remember my dad just telling me. Just do whatever makes you happy yeah. and make sure it pays you enough to have a decent, leave, a decent living. You don't need to be rich, you know, just as long as you're comfortable, you're fine and you're yeah. happy. Yeah. So I guess I can say that I'm really blessed. Mm. And there were actually a few times uh, during like, my music career, especially in college, that I wanted to quit music because yeah. it was so tough. I, I was in, with this bunch of people who were so talented. And they could play like 10 times better than I could. And I, even, no matter how hard I worked, I would never be at their level. So I was like thinking, what am I doing here? Like, I would never be like them. You know, so I actually told my parents a few times, I think I want to change course and do business or something yeah. and maybe do music on the side. At least I can earn some money, you know. Mm. But they told me, no, no, just stick with it, you know. Yeah, it will pay off soon. And yeah. yeah. And that was, um, I think right now when I'm reflecting back, I realized that, it didn't really matter. I didn't really need to play at their level because mm. everyone has their own strengths, right? Mm. So it was more about like understanding what was my passion and how I could do it the best. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I agree, man. Like honestly, like even for me when I played initially, because I, I had to learn everything on my own. Mm. I never even for yeah. classes, never do shit like that, right? Yeah, so I I my that. first guitar teacher was who? Who? Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, Bruce motherf- that guy <laughs> is like a piece of shit. You know, he taught me, like, I think he taught me like two chords, right? After that, I think I remember that. After I think I remember that. that <laughs> I went the first time I picked up a guitar was, I think it was like what eighteen. Then I I took like two hundred bucks from my mom, uh-huh. and I told her like, oh, I want to play guitar. So I skipped. I don't know how. It was an argument like, I had to argue very long for that money <laughs> So we went to City Mall. There was yeah. a Yamaha there. Oh yeah, there. So Yamaha. I picked up like a two hundred bucks guitar. Okay. So where I learned from Bruce. I think I learned from him for like. I don't remember what like one he taught me two chords in it. Like. After yeah. that I can't rely on him anymore. He's like he's not a good teacher. Yes. No offense, Bruce. But yeah. But yeah, it was fun, I mean, yeah. This. Yeah, man, he, I don't think he watches my shit, like, but no, I think maybe he I'll make sure you watch it. That's why he watch it. Yeah. Sure Tell him to call him out here. Like. Yeah. Man, he taught me how to play the guitar. Nice. Yeah, man. Then after that, after that, because the time also I've been I'm studying here, so I'm like always back. Every like, uh, semester yeah, break, yeah, I can't go back. Because right? yeah, yeah. my whole family is here now. Mm. Our house is still there, la, but it's like pretty much abandoned already. Mostly your maid is staying there. La, no, man, she's here. So she's no. here. Also. No, Nobody's so no there. Like, we only go, I think like my brother goes back or like my mom will go back here. once in a while. Yeah. No, Chinese we also don't go back already. Mm. Like for like 10 years, I haven't celebrated Chinese year. Okay, man. Oh. Do you miss it there? Bro, <laughs> every Chinese year here, I don't get to gamble, man. <laughs> really? Yeah, what? it's not. I mean, I only gamble with the people in the office. Well, I cannot say so. this. I cannot yeah. say on the camera. Like, uh, we don't gamble here. Yeah, yeah. we don't. We don't gamble. Nothing here. happened. Yeah, there's right. no gambling involved. No. We only go to Genting to gamble. <laughs> yeah, man. Like the vibe. I feel like the the CNY vibe here. Cause I I celebrate in Ipoh mm. with my relatives. Yeah. But my relatives are like they're not like as fun anymore. They're like too cool for school. Mm. So at least in KK, yeah. you know. Like I remember last time it was crazy, man. Like when we had an open house, right? 
like four or five of us will have the same opponents on the same day. Yeah. They were gonna have to like hop around. Yeah. So uh, they'll come to mine first, then after that I'll we're done here, we'll go to another fella's. Yeah. It's like it's crazy, man. It's fun lah. And the, then you end up the night in the yeah. club, you know. That's usually how yeah, it man. happens. It's crazy, but yeah, yeah man, I missed that. Like, I haven't celebrated them long already. But next one, man, next yeah, one. Probably like next in the next few years, hopefully. Mm. I really wanna go back there and you know, because I haven't really enjoyed much of KK mm. for a while. I haven't been back for a very long time already. Mm. But that's for weddings lah, no. People yeah. get married and go back. Yeah, true also. Because most of the things I do is all here, so it's yeah, it's not easy. It's not that easy to go. And back. most of I think one of the things is like a lot of people in KK are starting to settle down as well, so they have their own lives. Yeah, you man. know, it's hard to even yeah. like call them out for coffee or anything like that. They used to drink. drink every day, man. Now yeah. they, they just the party yeah. life just like died. died. Everybody just like either drink at home Especially or like you know? when they have a kid. Uh, that's yeah, it. man. You don't need to see them anymore, man. Yeah. Any of your friends got kids yet? Yeah, I got some of yeah. them, man. Yeah, we used to. I have friends who like we used to drink every weekend, and yeah. once they got married, uh, then you got a little less. Once they had a kid. Maybe like once or twice a year, you know, that oh, kind of shit, thing. So, but uh, it's okay. I understand. It's a new chapter for for you know, even for you as well. Eventually, yeah. if you get kids, it's gonna be the same to you, lah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, ever since I moved here, I think I lost contact with a lot of people from KK. Because mm. at least when some of them were here studying, it was still okay. Like until now, I think we literally don't. I mean, not we don't talk. Like we need talk when, I mean, even with Bruce, yeah. I mean, talk to him like twice a year. Twice a if year. I don't see him, it's like twice a year over the phone. It's yeah. birthday or like, you know, some other day yeah. when he tells me he's coming here or something. And then motherfucker will like, oh, nowhere. Like, hey, yeah, bro, man. how are you doing? <laughs> wait, wait, what's up? I mean, Rindu lah, bro. <laughs> no, he like, literally like, I think a few, few uh, two months ago or something, he, he came here. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, he came, he was with you, I think. Yeah, he, he called me on the day that he's here, you know. So I'm like, how long are you here? Two days. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm really That's busy Bruce. already. So I'm like, shit, man, you could have told me like a month ahead there, at least I can meet, go and meet you. Yeah. But man, that guy is like a, but I don't even know. Like, he's all over the place. Uh, China, KK, yeah. KL, wherever he is. But I'm good to see he's good. Yeah, I'm happy for him, man. You know, the funny yeah. thing is like, because me and him, we were, we, because we, we stay literally like yeah, the same in the taman. Same taman. Like, yeah. So our parents will look at us and be like, these two are like the useless one. Like. <laughs> bro, we were bad shape, bro. Because we were, when we were 14, we were smoking, man. We were like, you know, we're doing all the, the shit that people should be doing. And like driving around. Yeah, driving no around license. with no license. Yeah. We drove like, what, what, 15 or 14. Yeah, you know, we man. stole my mom's car. We, st- <laughs> we take Bruce's mom's car. Or like, you know, the other oh, fella. Like, then all this kind of shit. So our parents were like, so set on the fact that we are not gonna do anything <laughs> when we grow up. Yeah, hey, but look at you guys today. Yeah, man. so exactly. Like, oh, when, when I look back, owners. when I met him, like, so I'm like, shit, dude. Actually, you think about it, like, we fucked up so much back then, right? Yeah. But how do today, right? The ones that we expect to, to like, you know, do mm. big things now. Mm. Actually, we're doing bigger things, man. So, yeah. like, yeah, it's like shit. Yeah. So, I'm actually quite happy to see that, like, you know, we don't end up, you know, doing the, the dumb stuff anymore. I think, I think sometimes you have to go through that shit, you know? Yeah, no, then because you, I think yeah. it's good because we, we, we do it young. Yeah. So, when we get older, we don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, fuck that. Uh, down there, shit, this kind of shit is old for me already. Like, we just yeah, gotta do, man. you know, we do actual stuff now, like, which is, I feel it's good, man. It's a good yeah. growth. At least with Bruce as well, I see it's so much difference, man. Yeah. I and think not a lot of people, I, I can say this for us, that, um, not a lot of people can do the things that they actually wake up being happy to do, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure for you, it's yeah, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do Yeah, it, like, this is this is crazy, man. Like, coming into the office, I was like, damn, bro, it's come our, on, man. It's like, milestone, from man. two KK boys, <laughs> like, you know, coming... You should have seen, our, uh, you should have seen our old office, oh. man. Our office is a, it's a vibe, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I remember you telling me, yeah, like, it was a small space, it's a, right? It's like, like a storeroom, like that, like, yeah. It's a storeroom, like that, but... Hey, but that's the beginning. Death Jam started in a dorm room, you know? That's true, that's true. So... For you now, like when you travel back and forth, la, so every time you go back, you have a plan of collaborating with people, or do you just go back just to, you know? Usually set there's something up? to do. Like this time, I'm going back for my birthday. 
So well, that's it's like purely for myself. You gotta be <laughs> selfish sometimes. <laughs> okay, it's your birthday, yeah, like it's but, once a year, why not? Yeah, right? but I have like some interviews as well along the way and like some meetings to set up, yeah. planning some events. But uh, you know, the funny thing is I was just talking to someone about this the other day, um, about how like traveling back and forth. Like now I'm here almost like two weeks and KK two weeks and back and forth. Shit, but it's really tiring. But yeah, man. I realized that I'm actually more productive. It's weird because now, like you said, right, you procrastinate when you are in the same spot for a long time. Yeah. But now that I realize I don't have the luxury of procrastination anymore, like I have to make use of all my time. So whatever meetings I have, like I always try to like set it up to make my days full and make sure I don't like waste any time. Of course, I have some time to rest and chill. But mostly it's about like, I remember my girlfriend telling me that uh, sometime last year, you know, during your downtime, this is when you should work on your career and think of what's the next step, mm. right? Because before this, I would just like watch Netflix and be depressed. <laughs> like, why is there nothing happening in my life? Like, oh, I'm so sad, you know? And But now, it's more of like, okay, now I finally have time to uh, chill a little bit. What's the next step? How can I continue to build my brand? And I think like developing that mindset it really helped me to grow a lot more now. And it seems like everything is a lot clearer a lot yeah. But it's true though. Like to be honest, I think everybody, if they, if you want to do something, they can do it. Yeah. It's just really starting it is the toughest part, yeah. Which, I mean, it's not that tough. It's just really, it's the mind, la. It's the mind, man. Yeah, it's man. like going to the gym, you know. Yeah. It's the same. It's shit, really man. when you, you go to the gym, you, you start working out, you realize it's not that tough, la. Yeah. yeah. It's just really just moving your ass and just yeah. getting there. It's always the free hardest and part. And it, it gets addictive when you see the results. Yeah, know? man. Like so for even say for me, life. man. Like I was like, oh wait, as fuck. And then I just yeah, started. You look fit now, man. No, man. Now I fat again, eh. Never. Hey bro, I. Hey, you was okay, was okay, You was okay, yeah. <laughs> Never mind, you got I, girlfriend, it's so different. When you got girlfriend, it's relationship weight, bro. Yeah, it's normal, relationship weight. Yeah, man, it's, it's yeah. normal. Before that, I was like, okay, almost getting my six pack and everything. Yeah. After that, I'm like, okay. It's okay, yeah. like, you don't need a yeah. six pack anymore. Now you yeah. need, she needs a pillow to cut it. Yeah, now she needs yeah. a pillow. It's okay, man. <laughs> so, your from all your songs that you made so far, that you put up, yeah. which one is your favorite project? Ooh, that is already released? Yeah, there's already released. Um, Wow, that's a good question. I think it would probably be um, better belief. Better belief. Yeah. Um, I think that was the, also the highest uh, listen on Spotify, right? No, that was nasty. Was the highest? Nasty was highest. So highest so far at twenty thousand. Mm. But uh, better belief, it's. I think it just hit one thousand. Mm. But there wasn't like enough marketing done to it as well. Uh, I have to say that. But. I remember it was written during a time, a mm. very uh, depressing time in my life. Mm. So I was, I remember growing up and seeing other people getting depressed, right? And I go like, um, what? How can this person get depressed? Yeah. I, I don't believe in depression. And I was like, I will never ever get depressed. You know, I was so naive to think back then. But when it hit me, it was like a fucking break, man. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And I started having like panic attacks and everything. And I never, I don't even know like what's happening with my body. And that's when I started realizing like, oh, I couldn't sleep at night. Because yeah. I, uh, I remember sitting three or four o'clock uh, in my house because I stay alone, right? So I would sit, I would sit in the darkness and just like, just s- sit there and chill. Like I cannot do anything. I cannot sleep. And every time I try to close my eyes and sleep, there was like a thousand voices screaming yeah. in my head and I was just like, fuck, this is so crazy. And literally, I close my eyes I have, to, I have to fucking wake up again and close and wake up. So I have to really distract myself or really like, you know, like get high, like drink yeah. alcohol or, you know, whatever. And 
get to a point where I was so tired that I could just sleep and wake up the next morning. So, uh, I think it was during that time when I really discovered like my own religion again and my own faith. And it, like, I remember when I was writing that song, I was like, holy shit, like this is just like a conversation with me and God. And uh, it was really crazy because I felt like I lost contact I lost that connection, but for a while, when I was writing that song, I remember that uh, while writing the whole thing, I was literally like uh, tearing up and crying the whole time. And even when I was recording, I was just crying. And I, it was just something I had no control over, yeah. you know. And it was really, it was really, cre- uh, very how you say, it really makes, it really made me think, la, Like, why am I feeling this way? And I. And I remember right after I finished recording that song, I felt like a weight has been lifted. Mm. It it wasn't the full thing, but a big chunk of it. I, yep. I can finally be vulnerable and I can finally understand what it truly means to be human, you know, because yep. I think a lot of us, like uh, I can speak for myself um, last time, whenever we feel down on anything, we don't want to talk about it. Yep. You want to be manly, you know. You don't want to say, yeah, I'm sad right now. You know, you don't want to say that shit that makes you look weak, but yeah. it doesn't make you look weak. It makes you like stronger because you understand your own emotions, yeah. right? So that song, I have to say, it was something that really helped me understand a lot of that. And surprisingly, when I talk to a lot of people, they actually resonate with that song, mm-hmm. even though I didn't expect that song to be picked up. Yeah. But a lot of people tell me like, no, this is a song I listen to a lot. And I have some friends who even tell me I listen to that every day. So I'm like, wow, you know, it, uh, and I think it means something when you do something that's from the heart. Yep. You know, it sounds cheesy as fuck, but. No, it's true. Man. Yeah, it's The true. cheesiest shit are usually the, the real yeah, shit. Yeah, the real la. shit. La. It's just always said. Yeah. I mean, everybody say it a lot because it's true, man. Yeah. You relate to it. But. Uh-huh. but I do agree with you, man. Like, but I think with the Asian culture, is depression is a, a big problem. Yeah. A and very, very big problem. Like, yeah. you know, I think a lot of, a lot of, I mean, I think a lot of us has been through depression. We just don't know it mm-hmm. because our parents never really educated or never really acknowledged the fact that, you know, my yeah. kid is, is a bit, you know, yeah. depressed. Ah. You just be like, oh, it's just one of those days you're sad. Lah. Just fuck it. Lah. Yeah. Our parents as well, they, I don't think our parents and their parents weren't given the chance to be depressed. You know, yeah. they were just like struggle, hustle for the next generation. For them, they cannot afford to be depressed. Yeah, they cannot afford yeah. to be depressed. So that's even more fucked up. Yeah, you man. Know? So it's really like I mean I do hope that at least in the next generation at least after our generation it definitely would be more a bit yeah. less crazy la. I think it'd be better because at least we better. have now it's widely talked about yeah. which is good you know every and it's uh, it's kind of sad la, to see a lot of people die to depression yeah. it's really like you know the famous people yeah. I mean not counting out the fact of the not famous people la, just yeah. that I don't know your names yeah. you know, but you know like it's really you, know, you never know like, this guy just looks like damn happy all of a sudden you just not see him anymore it's like shit yeah. and do you know like um, one of my friends he's studying uh, psychology right now right so yeah. he told me that KK actually has the highest amount of depressed people shit like according to studies how crazy is that right you yeah, would man. think like a place that's so chill is like uh, a place that a lot of people are happy but I think it's just a lot of people are um, I don't know how true it is. It's just based on my own assumption. Probably they are not chasing after what they really want to do. Yeah, yeah. And I guess a lot of them wouldn't know where to start, yeah. To be honest, because resources-wise, you don't have yeah. a lot there, right? Mm. Compared to like what we can get here. Yeah. But there are people making it there, so I think it's really just making the effort to um, just do something and stick with it. Yep. Yeah. So, so I I think it's um, the thing about um, making music, right? And how music 
resonates with emotions. Mm-hmm. You can really use that to channel into music. Yeah. Which I think is great, like, especially like, there's a lot of great songs, man, about yeah. depression, about all kinds of stuff, and I think it really helps a lot of people. Yeah. And I think it's it's a great thing, like, you know, like how you, how people tell you that, you know, I listen to this every day because I can yeah. relate to it, you know, yeah. I, I can relate to how, how you feel when you sing that song. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of songs out there today that actually helped a lot of people. And yeah. it's good in a way because it makes you honest as a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's, and music is a very strong thing. Like. I think it's yeah. a very powerful thing. People actually just, it's not just something you listen to every day. It's something that actually, you know, like when I listen to indie music when I was younger, yeah. you know, I, I really honestly think that, oh fuck, it's singing about my life. Right? Yeah, I yeah. know what you mean, man. Right. It's like when you listen to a song and you start singing, like, shit, man, I can relate to this so much. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. For me, it was every J. Chow song when I was younger. <laughs> I was like, how did he know about this? <laughs> J. Chow is a very sad guy. Yeah, very sad. Very yeah. sad guy, man. Yeah, yeah I totally fucked him when I was in, in like, his eight dimension number was the yeah. shit. Like. Back oh, then, man. I loved that shit, man. Yeah, it was dope, yeah. man. But anyway, um, so well, it's not the end of the podcast yet. Okay. So obviously, you're a beat maker mm-hmm. and you're a producer. So you know you're gonna show me some, yeah, some of the stuff today. Show so, me some magic, man. Show so me. So we're gonna make a beat today, uh, from uh, kind of from scratch. Uh, prepared a little something. So uh, I remember you told me that you have your own uh, theme song yeah. for this, right? <laughs> so I was thinking to do like a remix of it, yeah. like some sort of it. So yeah. Um, I don't know how we're gonna do this yet, but maybe we can do a quick sound check first. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. do a quick sound check. Okay, yeah. you can you hear? How's that? Yeah. Okay, let me bring this up a little bit. How the levels there? Is it peaking? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, so it's peaking up. Okay, maybe I'll bring it down a little bit softer. You can bring it up later if you want. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah, man. Well, you've got that click right Yeah, man. <laughs> this is how you learn to properly produce music, right? Yeah. This is like... <laughs> Thank you. 
Barrier Sound. Let's go. Alright. You just make mine sound like it's super lazy, man. It's like 10 times more effort than I put into mine. Hey, man. It's the same song, man. <laughs> it is, but it's so much more happening, man. Alright, there you go, man. Oh, man. It's dope shit, man. It's dope, dope. Alright. So from now on, this is gonna be the. You the deep, yeah man, I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna pluck you. All right, for sure, man. Yeah, definitely. It's great, man. All right, cool. Thanks well, for having me, man. Hey, thanks, thanks for coming, fun. man. Thanks for coming. So th- thanks for you know like this this episode especially it's uh it's really special to me because like it's the first Sabahan that actually has came on the show. Oh, thanks, yeah, man. I don't think I have yeah. any other Sabahan. I'm honored, man. Yeah. So hopefully your girlfriend will be after you, lah. Yeah. yeah. So it's just the second so it's one. The second one, <laughs> yeah. It's the second one. Hey, thanks for coming, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that awesome beat. Thanks for making my shit like ten times better. Yo. Anytime. But yeah, obviously when I saw him do it, I was like, fuck man, what I did was like super lazy, man. This is like super <laughs> e- to you it's like easy peasy. You know, that, even that I had to like took me like a good an hour. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> took me ten years to do it like that. You know? oh, that's so true, that's like, true, that's true. Yeah. Practice makes so things practice perfect. Makes things perfect. Yeah. yeah, man. So yeah. I mean thanks for coming, man. Um so usually before we sign off, I usually let my guests, you know, pluck whatever other platforms they have. Okay. So go man. Alright, so you can follow me on uh, Instagram, MKNK Official. That's mostly that. And yeah, follow me on YouTube too. I'll be releasing a lot of music videos this year. Yep. Um, so you can look for MKNK. And what's going to happen is that Monk is going to come out M O N K. Because <laughs> MKNK is not famous enough yet. Yeah, but no. just click MKNK and you'll find me there. Right. Awesome. Right. So, Twitter, so, anything? No. Twitter as well, uh, MKNK Music. MKNK yeah. Music. So, mostly I'm active on Instagram and YouTube. Right, yeah, this right. platform. You'll pluck, you'll pluck your channels in the description below. All right. Hey, thanks for coming, man. Yo, thanks no so much for coming. Man. Again, thanks, thanks so much, MKNK, Clinton Liu. So, yeah, this is it. Right. Uh, you know, let me know who you guys want to listen to next episode. If you guys are into you know, the sort of music thing we did today, if you guys are open to it, we'll do more of that. Doing this is it's kind of like a different sort of way of doing a podcast and mm. I kind of like it. Yeah, I fuck with it, man. This is the first time I'm doing something like this as it's well. Nice, so man. It's nice, man. I didn't know like we can actually set this up as well. Yeah, so now you know. Yeah, man, now I know. Thank All you so right. much. Thank cool. you so much for coming. Cheers. Thanks. Uh, peace out. <laughs>